Good morning, friends. This is Grania Tyndall from Numbers for Success, and this is the Numbers for Success podcast. And I'm delighted to be here. And today is June the 15th, 2020. And I was wanting to talk. There's so many things I want to talk about today because the month that's in it is such an exciting time of change and evolution in the work that I do and basically what I do is I'm an international numerologist based in the lovely sunny southeast of Ireland and I have been working for over 25 years helping people to find their soul's purpose and why they're here and what they're here to do and how to live the best version of themselves through numerology but also through connecting with spirit is one of my gifts and for me, this period of the calendar is such an exciting time because globally we have been going through the famous pandemic, which most of us in our lifetime will never have experienced before, and obviously which our ancestors did. And as we continue to, in the tail end of it now, we're into the next phases, a lot more freedom. It's very much about reviewing and looking and resetting. And that's what I'm excited about. And I just wanted to say, firstly, that if you wish to follow my work, please, you can find me on uh, numbersforsuccess.com. And I'm also delighted to have a new Patreon account, which basically you can sign up for, and there's various different tiers. And what can happen is I can then support you individually, as well as doing this collective podcast. So that is on um, patreon.com and also it's under Numbers for Success. I'll drop a link in at some point, uh, if I can, onto the uh, connections for the various platforms. But let's go back to, to what's going on globally. So today is, as I say, June 15th, and this week alone, we have so much happening. The first thing I wanted to look at is the midsummer which is coming up on the 21st. So next Sunday here in Ireland and in the Northern Hemisphere, we will be most definitely celebrating the summer solstice. And usually we associate the solstice with obviously celebration, commemoration, big parties and so forth. But it, a lot of people don't really actually know the, the historical and spiritual aspect of what the solstice actually is. Now, the word solstice in Irish um, is a beautiful word. It's actually greenstad or greenstad. Grain in Irish is sun or, or light and stad means to stop. So it's actually literally the stopping of the sun. And that's what the solstice is. So the, total, the solstice is the great moment, which is sort of the interplay of light and dark um, in our universe. And it happens on the summer solstice, which is obviously representing the balance between the daylight and the nightlight, um, because they're, they're even at that moment or at that time in the skies. And, and then, of course, we have the winter solstice here in the Northern Hemisphere on the 21st of December. So it's exactly six months. And the solstice or on Grain Stad is very much about it's our ancestors would have seen it as a turning point in the Celtic calendar and it was very much a time of blessing and party time 
the parties, the lights or the fires would be lit on the hill of Tara, which is uh, in County Mead in Ireland, which was the centre, the, the, the nucleus of, of power in Ireland at the time when the Celts were uh, on the earth. And it would have been a time of great celebration for the coming harvest, but also a celebration of having got through to this point in the calendar year. Um, and, you know, it's also a time when we think of June in a lot of other traditions around the world. We think of June has been a great time for weddings and it's a time of real time of celebration. A lot of people tend to go start planning their holidays and so forth. And for me, remember, you might recall from our, my last podcast, June is named after the Roman goddess Juno, who was married to the good old um, Jupiter. And Jupiter is the planet of expansion. So it's a time of expansion. It's a time of celebration. It's a time of, um, you know, really being out there in the full force. And, you know, the summer solstice, it is, as I say, associated with fire and it's associated with light. And it's really about that tradition of, you know, recognizing how far we've come now I know obviously this year is quite exceptional you know we've been through so much collectively in terms of learning about ourselves and what's very interesting you know we have learned probably more about ourselves in the past three four months collectively as a world than possibly for generations and I believe that, again, I spoke about it last time we had my last podcast about the yin and the yang, the, um, the balance of equanimity and so forth. And I guess at a midpoint in the year, it's a good time to maybe review what's going on in our lives. And I probably mentioned this the last time, but not only that, on the 21st of June 2020, is it midsummers? It's also a massive solar eclipse and I wanted to talk about the eclipses so it's quite rare really for us as a world to experience you know at least three eclipses one after another and that's exactly what's happening so on ter- in terms of the eclipse the first um, solar eclipse was on the 5th to the 6th of June so that was a couple of weeks ago and basically an eclipse is when the sun, the moon and the earth are all in the line together. If you look at it from a planetary point of view, and what happens is it's to do with the shadow. So when it's a solar eclipse, it's when the moon seems to go over the sun, which it does, it lines up over it and it causes obviously um, the sun to be blocked out, which can cause in a short period of time, it can cause so much energetic energy to be changed and to evolve so it can as we know we are predominantly water the moon controls very much our emotional state and controls the oceans the seas the rivers and so forth which obviously we are all part of because we're all primarily water so it affects us so we are still currently in the energy of that full moon on the 5th and 6th of june which happened to be a solar eclipse. And an eclipse is a doorway. It's a doorway into opening up 
into who you really are. Now, it's a tough one, right? Because, and I'm not being negative by any means, it's a tough one emotionally for a lot of us because the period between eclipses is when we really start to reevaluate. And it's no coincidence that two of the eclipses are in June. The next one's the 21st of June on, on Sunday, summer solstice in the Northern Hemisphere, winter solstice in the Southern Hemisphere. And then the next one after that will be, be on July 4th to 5th, which is also a full moon, which I'll get to now. So the full moon was the 5th and 6th of June. The new moon is next Sunday. And then there's another full moon, the 4th and 5th of July. So an eclipse, what it tends to do, it brings to the surface people, situations, events, or not so much about people. It brings up how we react to people, how we respond to situations, what it is we are here to look at. And it's, again, if you recall, you are a soul. You who are listening to this, wherever you are in the world, you are a soul who's come into earthly form to have this experience. And earth is the best place, well, one of the best places to have that experience. There are many different universes and planets. That'll be another conversation. But for us right now, you're listening to my voice. I'm happy to share my knowledge and wisdom is that we are all experiencing this and we are all one, whether you like it or not. Collectively, we are all souls having a human experience and collectively we are all one together. So what happens during eclipse times, it can bring to the surface perhaps our personal limitations. We might look at the parts of ourselves which, you know, we may not want to have to look at. And what's happening is we look around the world, the unrest around the whole world, particularly in the USA. And what's been going on there? That is the imbalance, as we know, between power and so forth. And that's been going on for hundreds and hundreds of years in the United States. And it's ramping up now, okay? And ultimately, it's all lives matter because we are all souls having the human experience. And I guess the pandemic accelerated everyone of us on the planet to absolutely really look and to see how we can be the best we can be on the earth and the unrest and what's happening and people demanding to be heard, which is absolutely 100% acceptable. It really is acceptable to, to be heard, to be able to communicate. And that's what this is about. The eclipse is about bringing out the shadow. It's bringing out what, not, what has not been looked at, what has not been heard, what is not being addressed, but it also brings out the secrets, what has been hidden. And right now, particularly in the United States, there is there's such the civil unrest, people wishing to be acknowledged. And therefore, there are other individuals and other large corporations and government bodies which are trying to hide and are using this whole situation as a ways of hiding what they don't want the masses to hear. But what's happening is collectively, whether we believe it or not, eclipse season brings out what has not been addressed. So watch this space. And it's a time to really advance your life if you can do this through this period. And I think collectively we're all going to go through it anyway. 
So on the full moon of the 5th and 6th of June, as I said, we had a full moon and it was also a lunar eclipse. Now the 21st, it's a total solar eclipse and it's called a ring of fire. So it will be when the, the sun is blocked out by the moon and the earth. And you'll see the, the, the light of the sun all around the, the earth. And it's like a ball of fire. Now I'm not an astrologer, I'm a, a numerologist, but I have knowledge. So therefore, that is going to be such a powerful, powerful energy. And as I say, we're still reeling and experiencing the emotions from the first eclipse. And now we're going smack bang into the second one. And in ancient times here in Ireland, the god Lu, um, L-U-G-H in Irish, was the sun god. And he is usually, he is associated with the, with the sun, obviously he's a sun god, but he's associated primarily with the, to with the um, solstice or on Gravestad. And there's a great story in our time. He wanted to be a part of the Tua de Danu, who are the people of the earth, the people of Mother Earth. And they were the tribes. And they were the ones, the great wise ones, who ruled the mystical part of Ireland. And they lived under the earth and they respected the earth and everything was equal and everything was utopian. So Lou, this beautiful sun god, arrived to the gatekeeper of the castle in Tara, which is in the hill of Tara in County Meath. And it was the, it's the nexus of supreme power in the world at that time. And he asked, could he enter? To be part of the Tua de Danu, or De Danu. Danu is the sun god. Danu, sorry, pardon me, is the goddess of the earth, and the Tua is the the tribes. It's a beautiful language, Irish. And um, so he wanted to be a part of the court of King Nuada, who was the head of the Tua de Danu, and uh, he wasn't allowed entrance by the gatekeeper. So he asked, could he? offer his services and he said he was a blacksmith he was a harpist a poet a swordsmith a shaman a storyteller and a champion of, of, of um, battle and every time he was rejected he, he'd offer one of these services and he was rejected and then he returned back and he said is there anyone in your court that can do all of these and of course Nuda admitted that there wasn't anyone who could do that so Lou joined the court and he became the chief almond or almond of Ireland. And an almond is like a, a professor, if you want to call it that in Irish. So really the whole point of that whole story is Lou being the god of the sun. He is all about enlightenment. And he was using his gifts and his talents to better the collective. So that's really about us discovering what your talents are, what your gifts are, what is it that you can bring to the earth at this time. So it's shining your own inner light and it's about bringing that light to the world and it's so important that we do it at this time, particularly in this time of, you know, these eclipse seasons, which is which is quite extraordinary. It's, it doesn't happen so much, you know, in one go. You know, usually they would be they would be spread out, but this is quite intense. 
So for the next four weeks or thereabouts, it is probably one of the greatest times of change. And this is about making lives matter. This is about making sure that you use your gifts, your talents. It's about the acceleration process of literally reviewing your life and saying, okay, what can I do now as a soul to make the changes? What can I bring to the earth? So I was talking to my daughters yesterday, as you know, I have three beautiful daughters. And my eldest daughter lives in, currently she's traveling, she's living in New South Wales. And she made a beautiful comment. She's traveling around. She said, I'm following the sun. So she's moving around the world, literally following the sun. And she's currently now residing on beaches somewhere up in New South Wales. And it was just the way I felt was very appropriate what she said. And two of my other daughters are very much advocates for um, societal change and for helping people such as people who are living in Ireland, particularly who are um, refugees, you know, from war-torn countries who are here for refuge to support these people as the governments may not be able to support them fully. And so we all have to take part in that and take place by, you know, supporting people less fortunate. And when you think of it, that we are all one, Therefore, what is going on around the world? We are all being affected by it. And I just wanted to throw it out to my listeners. Have you been feeling tired? Have you been feeling lethargy? Have you been feeling no motivation? Have you been feeling um, emotional? They would all be parts of the, the in-between period between the opening of the doorways of the eclipse until they finally close in well, they close at the, after the next uh, full moon in July, but we'll still be feeling the after effects. So I guess it will certainly be interesting to see when I talk to you all next, next Monday for my next broadcast, what has happened in the world in this period, because this week is absolutely uh, an, a phenomenal week of change. So, um, and the next time, we will have three eclipses in a row, won't be till 2029. So what we're experiencing in 2020 will have a ripple effect until 2029. Like, so this is a time of, it's the biggest advance in my understanding in the last 10,000 years, what we're experiencing right now, 10,000 years. So to be a part of it, and as I always say, and I'll say it every time, by you being on the earth, you are worthy of being here. You who are listening to this, you have a purpose. And your purpose is to find your purpose, to use your gifts. Like, like Lou, the god, the sun god, who went to the king and said, I can be this part of your court if you let me. Shine your light and that's what's going to happen. So be very gentle on yourself this week because it is a week of <laughs> readjustment. And then on a nicer note, or on a more upbeat note, tomorrow, June 16th, apart from being my beautiful father's birthday, it's also Bloomsday here in Ireland. And Bloomsday was and is a part of the celebrations of the lives and works of the wonderful James Joyce, who I'm a great fan of. And James Joyce was an author who lived in Ireland. He actually didn't live in Ireland for very much. He only lived here till his early 20s. And he had said that... Um, Ireland was a country of paralysis, which probably wasn't the fairest thing to say. So we always kind of had a kind of a negative connotation about Ireland because he left and became an exile in, in, in Europe. 
Um, but he wrote the famous book, Ulysses, which is basically a free thinking, free, just free thinking, um, collective thinking about the life of a character, Leopold Bloom, and his journey through the streets of Dublin on June 16th. 1904 and it was written in 1922 but it's based in 1904 and it's basically about the different characters about meeting Nora Barnacle and the various other people that he meets on the journey and it's celebrated worldwide on the June 16th every day every year and it's a it's a great collaboration of the different characters dressing in you know costume for the time and also reading pieces of his work and it began in 1954 with a group of you know people like um patrick kavanagh and miles mcgoffelin you know people famous writers at the time a gang of, the, of his friends came together and sort of acted out in sandy cove where part of the scene is the martello tower and they basically um, acted out what were done in the book and then they ended up going to the pub and going on a session for three days apparently so that's not going to happen unfortunately now because well the pubs are opening but um, all very restrictive at the present time but it doesn't mean that you can't still celebrate and commemorate who I believe was one of our greatest um, writers although he had quite a uh, an unusual way of thinking he had very much free thinking which I quite like and so tomorrow is for is for James Joyce and for those who celebrate the works of that great literary genius. And then just to finish off, I've gone a little bit over, but I just felt it was important. I have so much I want to share and I guess um, it's important to do that. And as usual, I always sort of have a message for you for the coming week, apart from the eclipses, apart from opening up and being the true who you are and shining your light there's another message for you and it's about the ocean so wherever you live in the world it's important to you know make sure you get close to the ocean as best you can or get close to a um, like even a river or a lake ideally to dip yourself into the warm waters or the cold waters here in Ireland of the sea because it's it's like going back into the womb isn't it it's like going back to our you know where we came from basically the water and water is very important and we need it obviously because of what's happening eclipse wise eclipse season if you could try and bathe and walk even in some water or have a bath but make sure that you embrace the, the waters because it'll be very healing um, and it'll help maybe you could even walk on the edge of the water and you know you do something symbolic especially now until the 5th, 6th of July, where you let your cares and worries, concerns and so forth, put them into the water to be to be recycled into light. Because as you may recall, we are currently in the fifth dimensional phase of our earthly experience. And the fifth dimension is instant, instant manifestation. And have you been finding recently that when you think of somebody or think of something Either they will contact you or you'll get information about it or someone will talk about it. It's because literally we are in a period as a world where we are telepathic. And I sometimes think when I'm speaking like this to people, and I've done this for many years, that I'm almost talking about Star Trek or a futuristic The Matrix. But that's exactly what's happening right now. We're in the fifth dimension. 
So some people are still in the third dimension, which is about, you know, everyday experiences. We all have our one foot in that. But then when you can go into the fifth, you can literally create the new world. Of course, if you want more information on that, please feel free to contact me on numbersforsuccess.com. I would be so grateful, so grateful if you can support my work on Patreon and it's Numbers for Success. I would be so grateful so I can continue doing this work. And many, many, many blessings to you all. And I look forward to catching up with you again shortly. Be safe this week and we will speak again next week. Much love. Thank you for all your love and support. Many blessings.